Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com hay dos cosas que son absolutamente ciertas. Abuelita te ama y nunca diría que no a McDonald's. Date un gusto con un Grandma McFlurry en tu orden hoy. Es lo que abuela quisiera. En McDonald's Participantes por Tiempo Limitado. Hay dos cosas que son absolutamente ciertas. Abuelita te ama y nunca diría que no a McDonald's. Date un gusto con un Grandma McFlurry en tu orden hoy. Es lo que abuela quisiera. Baratapapa. En McDonald's participantes por tiempo limitado. Hay dos cosas que son absolutamente ciertas. Abuelita te ama y nunca diría que no a McDonald's. Date un gusto con un Grandma McFlurry en tu orden hoy. Es lo que abuela quisiera. Baratapapa. En McDonald's participantes por tiempo limitado. And Tim Lynch. Yes, my master. Get involved in the conversation at milehighreport.com. Incomplete. Hello, everybody. You are listening to Something Something Broncos. I am Jess Place, joined by my co-hosts. I missed you guys so much. Tim Lynch and Lori Lattimore-Volkman. It is the lead-up to week one, Denver Broncos at New York Giants. How you guys doing, Tim? I'm great. I've missed you too, oh. Jess. Oh. <laughs> I'm excited. I, mean, I like for... those other guys. Those guys are great. They mean a lot to me. But you know, they're not they're not Lori and Tim. You know, it's and and plus we're getting together to kick off a a three and zero start. So I'm excited. We, I would like to point out that we are undefeated right now <laughs> in the preseason against backups. But hey, I'm doing hey. good too, Jess. By the way, <laughs> I, I, well, I I was expecting you to jump in. Are you, are you feeling <laughs> As left I out? Said. No, Lori Latimer Volkman. How are you? <laughs> Apparently, passive aggressive. <laughs> uh, all the cuts are in. Uh, all the practice squad things uh, d- are done. We've cut. We've announced a starting quarterback. It's going to be Teddy Bridgewater. Like everything that we needed to get done is now done. And now, we're, for some reason, there's like this long, like week off week before the season starts. That's like kind of a new feature of this new 17 game season. You guys handling the extra week uh, well? Lori? Glad you said that because I was honestly trying to remember if we had this much time. I think it's good for the teams. I'm kind of anxious to just get started. So, you know, it's great actually to you set your team, you, you make your cuts, you get your roster, and then you have a week and a half at least to go through your prep, do your regular routine, and get ready for game day. So I think it's good. I like it too, because I mean, nothing's really changed for the players, because the only people playing in that final game were guys that were likely to get cut anyway. I like it. I like that the Broncos played their starters in every game in the preseason. I think Fangio is really focused on a fast start. He doesn't want the team coming out sluggish and out of sync because they didn't get enough reps and playing time in the preseason. 
I'm expecting the team to actually get off to a fast start, and they have a pretty soft schedule the first three weeks. So, so I'm saying three and zero. Oh, let's go. <laughs> you know, what, what I don't like about the week lag is I'm excited about football, and I and I go to NFL Network and I turn it on, and it's like the Giants New England game is on, and I'm like, this is like a week old. Like <laughs> I am so over this. Like these guys, all oh, these guys are gone. They got cut. I don't care anymore. There's Cam Newton. They're talking about his future on the Patriots and how he's going to be an impact player in week one. And it's like, no, it's not like, this is, we need to come up with something better for NFL network to do in this like weird off week. <laughs> Remember there used to be a time when you could turn on an NFL network and it would just be like NFL total access, like all the time. And now it's like, it's, it's like the Relax. top 100 and all this like crap. Yeah. It's just crap all the time. It's, like, it's, a, I don't it's just like this. when, MTV went, you know, they stopped playing videos. They just went to right? shows. It's just awful <laughs> these days. Like, I, man, give me Rich Eisen on the old set with Walter Payton, that big, big canvas thing of Walter Payton there in the background. That was perfect. I, I love that. But now it's, it's all top 100 and they all got to, anyway, I got to get ready. I'm actually going to the game in New York, excuse me, East Rutherford, New Jersey. Kind of interesting. Like, uh, you know, I've never been there. You were there, right, Lori, for the, that one game that we played there in the postseason? No. No, no. she went to the Super Bowl 50. I went to the Super Bowl that we won. But you went to the one that we lost. That was Kyle. No. Oh, that was Kyle. He was in the press box wearing Broncos gear, crying to himself <laughs> like I, like we all were. Okay, well, never mind, Lori. So I'll be the first of, the, of us three to, to, to go to uh, the Meadowlands in, in East Rutherford, New Jersey. So. And the first it, to experience a win. Right? Yeah. I hope so. I hope so. You know, for a while there, I always had like the distinction of, of always going to a game from the eventual Super Bowl champion. So like there was a year I went and saw the New England Patriots play the Seahawks in Foxborough and the Patriots ended up winning the year I went to see the Broncos play the Eagles in Philadelphia. The Eagles ended up winning the Broncos won Super Bowl 50. I went saw a game there. So, so I had kind of like this fun little track record going for a while. So I, wait, wait, I you, hold up. You saw the Broncos beat the Patriots in 2015, right? Yes, well, you I gotta, did. You got to mention that it's one of the greatest regular season games of all time. I so. also saw them in 2013 in the AFC championship game, but Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to drive down and there's like a hotel. Uh, I, I was looking at like a satellite picture of the stadium and I'm like, there's two hotels right nearby. Maybe I can just like walk over. And so I make my reservation, call up the, the hotel. I'm like, so how do so I can just walk there, right? They're like, oh no. It, I mean, it, you'd have to cross like highways and stuff. There's no way you could walk. We're, we have a shuttle though you can take. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, right. Okay, well, so I have to take a shuttle from the hotel to some restaurant and then I get a, on the shuttle at the restaurant to go to the stadium. So. so it'll be fun. There'll be all sorts of Broncos fans there. I'm seeing on Twitter, Broncos fans are going. And so hopefully we represent pretty well. We It's kind of a house of horrors there, the Meadowlands for, for Broncos fans. But I think the Giants may just be terrible enough that we could come away with a win. Daniel Jones against that defense should be a win for the Broncos. So yeah, Well, and Saquon Barkley, he may right. or may not play. How many stadiums have you watched a Bronco game in? Just curious. Not as I mean, I Qualcomm. I went to Qualcomm back in the day in San, when when the, the uh, Chargers were in San Diego, both Mile High Stadia, Eagles uh, Veteran. What what is it? They don't call it Veteran Stadium anymore. Remember that game 
when we played the Giants, was it 2017? Peyton's little brother was playing and I forgot what happened, but it was like like half the Giants offense wasn't able to play or something crazy. Like no, they had no wide receivers or something. Uh, that's when the wheels came off the bus yes. for the Broncos that year. So when yeah, you say, I, you know, I think we should beat them. I'm like, oh man, don't say that. <laughs> we thought we were going to kill them that game like it's all been downhill from there exactly yeah. they lose this game it will be all downhill so i'm just gonna say we're gonna win Power <laughs> positive thinking okay i think we're gonna well see and as as predicted uh just a few weeks ago we were like see we're gonna get we're gonna get it turned around we're gonna be all excited like we're gonna think we're gonna be great this is gonna happen and and here we are here we are just a few days before the kickoff on the first football game and tim is already optimistic super excited <laughs> I want my team to uh, win. Well, you know, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be that way, but you're not a, usually a very positive guy, Tim. It's just kind of out of character for you. What are you talking about? <laughs> that, was, that was mean. I apologize. I love everything and everybody. <laughs> what I don't All love is Drew Locke fans right now, and I'm, I'm not afraid to say it. I am Damn. getting really tired of hearing it every Why don't you just day. give him a chance? Why can't you just let it go? Give him a chance. Well, right now we got people saying Teddy Bridgewater better just have lights out game one. And it's like, are you just completely ignoring Drew Locke's 2020 season? You want to give him more games after seeing 16 games of that. You're saying, oh, no, no, he's he's good. But one game from Teddy, and you're like, I'm done. This is good. See, this anytime you're feeling optimistic, I want you to think about the Drew Locke fans and they will okay. they will they will bring they will bring you back down. They will bring okay. you to earth. I like Drew Locke. It has you nothing to do with team. Drew Locke. It has everything to do with the fantasy Broncos are gonna tank because they didn't start Drew Locke. I'm, come on. Did you watch any games last year? You know? <laughs> Until something happens that Teddy can't go or, or maybe he doesn't play well. But until then, man, get on the freaking boat. Let's go win some games together as fans and stop bitching about Teddy Bridgewater being your quarterback. I don't want to hear All right. <laughs> well, let's talk about something positive. What are you looking forward to seeing uh, against the Giants? Uh, Teddy Bridgewater throwing for 350 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, wow. it sounds like you had that prepared. Well, okay. <laughs> Lori, what about you? <laughs> I am looking forward to watching our defense. They dominated in preseason, but I okay. don't know that they played any starting quarterbacks, did they? Nope. You know, They've most been hyped up all offseason, and for good reason. I'm looking forward to watching the defense be the destructor that we expect them to be. And then I just want to see our offense move down the field for a couple points, not turn the ball over, like just be efficient. If Teddy Bridgewater is an efficient quarterback, I think we actually can win a lot of games. The one thing that um, I've noticed with Vic Fangio is his defenses tend to be a work in progress early in the season, even when they're really good. He has a great scheme, but he fits his scheme to what he sees on film. And until he gets enough film from that season with those group of players, it's like a 
transitional type of defense where he's figured out how best to scheme it. I have no doubt it's going to be great. I'm hoping they're out. They're great out out the blocks. Best path to success early is the offense because you got Cortland Sutton back full strength, Jerry Judy, Noah Fant, KJ Hamler, Melvin Gordon, you know Javante Williams. This this is a better offense than when Drew Locke started last year when we all thought he had every tool, every weapon he needed. Right. And this offense has actually improved on that. You're right. If we can just get efficiency from Teddy, I don't really care if he checks down. If you're getting first downs, first downs, first downs, and getting points, that's all that matters. Uh, you know. I don't even want efficiency. I just want competency. Like I, it, <laughs> last year, it was just so it's, painful. Our bar just, is set really low. Like, I, I don't. It doesn't even need to be like just just don't embarrass us. Like that's all I want. I'm gonna be there in bright orange in a sea of of dark navy blue. They've led the league, or almost led the league in, in three and outs every year since Pate. If we stop seeing those, I think this offense scores a lot of points. I wouldn't mind just being middle of the road, middle back. <laughs> let's just let's just do that. Which we've been saying since Peyton with this defense. All we need is a guy who can just keep the offense on the field so the defense can rest and then come in and be the aggressive kind of menacing defense they're built to be. Hopefully Teddy Bridgewater finally is the quarterback to kind of do that, you know, to just manage the game, keep the offense out there, hold on to the ball rather than giving it up on your 10 yard line, Drew Locke, and <sighs> scoring more often than not. I mean, one score of the 24 th- points a game. That's, that's all I've set the bar yeah. low score 24 a game. The please, that's all I want. Probably have like eight possessions in a game, six, seven. If you score one touchdown and all field goals, but you don't punt or you definitely don't give up the ball, you can dominate, especially if your defense can keep them from scoring any, anything more than field goals. The, the formula should work, but it does, it does still mean that, that Teddy Bridgewater he has to be the guy we, we've thought he was. Banjo has a good track record against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs offense. Um, you know, in terms of keeping their scores low, a lot of the Chiefs' lowest scoring outputs were against Vic Fangio and his yeah. defense, even in Denver. I mean, I think Drew Locke's first start against the Chiefs, they lost 23-3. to But that 23 points that the Chiefs scored was like the lowest point total of the season for them that year. It's the little things. It's the little things. We need to score 24 points. That's just... <laughs> That's exactly why it's so pathetic. With that defense being one of the, like, two or three NFL teams that could hold Mahomes, we still couldn't beat them because we didn't have any offense whatsoever. This defense is, people are starting to think that it might be the best defense since the Super Bowl team. Tim, there's that optimism. It's back. Hey, I'm just repeating, regurgitating. I like the optimism. It's a a good look on you, Tim. On paper, they should be the best unit since the Super Bowl. But, you know, obviously they have to play some games to take that number two spot or you know maybe number one spot let's go (laughs) earlier when you mentioned that you know sometimes Vic Fangio's defenses take a little bit of time a few games to kind of get in sync now this is a third year for these guys who are the the veterans on the team and we have quite a few veterans on the defense Justin Simmons and Kareem Jackson this is their third year Bryce Callahan has been playing with Fangio for a couple years before even getting Kyle Fuller too Kyle, yeah, and Kyle Fuller. Defensive line is mostly the same. Von Miller, Bradley Chubb. They're veteran players, and they're even veterans with this system now. So hopefully that process goes a little quicker. They'll be on the same page far quicker. And the playing time in the preseason. And that's the thing that didn't really happen in previous years. And I think that's a change that Fangio made in the hopes of 
getting out of the gates quicker and and not stumbling out of the gates. I think he understands he he needs to have a really good season to save his job. And for all the crap fans give Fangio for the some of the coaching decisions, you know, some of the in-game clock management stuff like that, which I get. He's you know that's something that comes with experience and he was a first time head coach. So there's going to be some, you know, mistakes there, but man, I don't want to lose his defensive mind. You know, <laughs> I'll take the, the, the few questionable, like, what are you thinking, dude, on the head coaching side to keep the defense intact, but he's got to have, he's got to get to the playoffs this year. He's got to turn it around. And even if they get in the last spot, especially with expanded playoffs, like yeah. you absolutely have to, I don't know that I would say, we know for sure he has to get to the playoffs or he's lost his job. You don't know how that all shakes out with other teams, but he has to have a winning season, a definite trajectory that we turned this around and it will keep going that way. Yeah. He's like got, He's, got, like he's a, got to show something to nurture going forward. Yeah. Like, there's nothing yeah. right now that's like, I mean, except maybe, you know, these, these defensive efforts against the Chiefs like that, that Tim was talking about. There's nothing right now that's like, we need him to stay so that this can continue to grow. Yeah. We need to see that. You know, you're right, Lori. Uh, playoffs isn't absolutely necessary. The FC is super strong. You could you could probably see 11 teams get in with – or seven teams get in with 11 wins. And if the Broncos are 10 and 7, you know, that's a significant turnaround from a five-win Six yeah, season. exactly. And it's something you could build on. So I could argue the case to keep them in a situation like that. AFC is so strong. I mean, you could literally have every, all seven teams, 11 and six or better. And that's insane. But that's, you know, the yeah. AFC right now. And the NFC, you could have two teams with 11 wins and the rest. You could, we could end up with it up. <laughs> this, uh, yeah, this scenario again where you have a, you know, you're going to have a seven and 10 team that yeah. wins its division. So they get to go. <laughs> like Dirt bags. Or it could be us. No, yeah. probably not. Okay, well, it, we all know that it starts with the first win. And so next Sunday, Broncos play the Giants in East Rutherford, New Jersey. It's time, guys. Score predictions. Lori, what do you think? 24-13, Broncos. That was my score. I was going <laughs> to say that because Tim was like, you got to score at least at least 24. And so I'm like, okay, 24. And then I was like, all right, they'll get two field goals. I'm like, eh, Saquon Barkley will probably get a touchdown. So that's, that was my thinking. So I, I also say 24, 13. All right. What's Tim, yours? You same. I, I was going to, but then I was like, no, I've got to be more optimistic than this. I'm going to say 30 to 10. Woo! Yeah. All right. The yeah. game will end on a, on a pick six. Scoop like and it. score. Nice. <laughs> or a scoop and score. Yeah. I, I like it. I like it. Daniel Jones back there trying to throw the ball, and then he's sacked, and Von Miller runs it in. You know, I like it. It's good I'm thinking. In. I mean, everyone goes crazy. Like, wouldn't that be just awesome? Well, guys, I, I hate to do this to you, but um, I have to run. I am going to go help a buddy install a microwave. Uh, and he has, has hurt himself running in the woods, and so I'm sure – it's going to be a lot of, I'm going to be the, the muscle, which is uh, not good for any of us, but that's okay. Um, but, but so I'm going to jump, uh, but you guys, you guys should close the show. You guys, you guys <laughs> no, should keep no. going. Oh, you, you got to close, close it for show. us. I, I'm, I not ready close for, I'm not ready oh. for this. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> you have been listening to something, something Broncos. My name is Jess place and I am joined by Lori Lattimore Volkman and Tim Lynch. Thank you for listening. And go Broncos. Woohoo! Well go done. Broncos. A correction on the reporting of the foul.
both teams were on the both up both fouls were on the kicking team. Showtime. Here we go. One, two, three. <clears throat> Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening. Something, something Broncos. My name is Jess, and I'm going to start over. <clears throat> <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> You've been listening to Something, Something Broncos. A feature of MileHighReport.com with Lori Lattimore-Volk, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Get involved in the conversation at MileHighReport.com.